What's up, everybody? Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And we're talking about the book, God, Marriage, and Family by Andreas Kossenberger today, published by Crossway Books. And we have partnered with Crossway to give away a couple free copies of this book. And this is the week that we're going to pull names out of those who have submitted. Uh, so if you're hearing this, uh, maybe just give it one last-ditch uh, effort to try to get in. We'll probably pull names um, this week sometime. Yeah, awesome. And uh, so go on Facebook, and you can submit your name there. Uh, but thanks to Crossway for uh, giving us copies of these books to distribute. We just think that this is a fantastic book, and Crossway has put out a number of really good books on marriage, and we're going to highlight a couple of them in the next few weeks in our podcast. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about this book and try to give you a couple of, let's see, helpful concepts from it, just for you to kind of know what's in it and some of the good things that you could get out of the book. And then also, number two, to give you a preview so that you can figure out if you would want to read the book, purchase the book, which we highly recommend. Yeah. You you like when I do the first one for you. It's like, hey, Mark, you read a book. Why don't you just tell me what it says <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to yeah, read it? The best way to read a book. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna highlight a few things from this, and uh, hopefully that'll just be valuable and beneficial as you listen to a few of the observations and takeaways from this book. Uh, and then others of you, you may want to purchase this. Um, this book is of the marriage books that uh, we're gonna talk about here. Th- this is the one that I think is most uh, theologically dense. Mm. This is a, it's a thick book mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it more a little bit later, but you know, the last 150 pages or so are not content that you read. It's kind of notes and index and other guides and things like that. Uh, but the actual bulk of the book, 270 or so pages is really, uh, thick. This, this is a biblical theology of God, marriage and family, and it reads like a biblical theology. Now there's practical stuff. Yeah. throughout the whole book, but you get the practical stuff after some of the hard work of, you know, exegetical work in the Old Testament and the New Testament and tying it all together. So this is the kind of book that you're going to have to uh, really think hard while you read it. And for some people, man, that, I mean, this is just a great opportunity to get some really good, uh, rich theological content as it relates to what what does the Bible say about God, marriage, and family? Yeah, but I mean, it's really accessible too because you're you know of the two of you, of us, you're maybe more of the you can handle. Let's just say you can handle the deeper stuff, the thicker stuff, and maybe you like that. But even for me, reading it, it wasn't too much over my head, or it wasn't like I didn't understand what was going on. It just was one of those kind of step by step, really methodically taking you through what the Bible has to say about huh, God, marriage, and family, and all the aspects. And so it, you get a lot of scripture. You get a everything is backed up with truth from God's word. And so, especially if you don't have a good theological foundation, this would be really helpful to build that into your own thinking. Totally. And the way that you said something just now makes me want to draw attention. You you said everything in the book is backed up with the Bible. And I totally know what you mean by that. But it's like the way they phrase it here in the beginning, Mm -hmm. it's like the book is built, like the, the content is built from 
what the Bible says. Right. And I think they go out of their way to make this clear that the theology of, uh, regarding God, marriage, and family that's found in this book is the theology of the biblical writers, the theology of the Bible itself. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, they say here in the beginning, um, we're going we're to attempt to sketch the contours of a biblical theology of God, marriage, and family. That is a presentation of what the Bible itself has to say about these vital topics. And so they put that in contrast with our theology about these things. They say this is the Bible's theology about these things. So I think that's an important, like, fundamental component about this book is it's working very hard to give a description mm -hmm. of what the Bible says about this stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's what it should be. And there's so many books out there who maybe just sprinkle a Bible verse in to make a point, whereas this is saying, exactly. let's look at the Bible and this is what it says, this is what that means, and this is what we believe. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. In, in chapter one, it says, um, you know, the, ma making a case for why this book, why do we need biblical foundations for the, the theology of God, marriage, and family? And um, they say something that's really compelling. It, it says, when a couple struggles in their marriage, they often find it helpful to focus on more superficial remedies, such as improving their communication skills, enriching their sex life, learning better how to meet each other's needs or similar techniques. Yet, often the true cause for marital problems lies deeper. And they go on to say, what you need is not to add some tips and some communication skills uh, to your life. Mm -hmm. What you need is uh, a change from the inside out, which is going to uh, be prompted by renewing your mind and thinking theologically, growing in your understanding of the biblical concepts. So the solutions presented in the book here are not superficial like self-help tips, right. but they're like theological concepts that shape the way you go through life. Yeah. And that's going to provide lasting change, whereas tips can be helpful, but going to what God's word says and changing the way you think and transforming your mind to line up with scripture is going to actually help the problems, the sin issues in marriage, rather than just, let's just try this for a week or two. It's like, what does God's word say, and how am I not living that out, or how do I need to change in light of it? Yeah. Totally. So chapter two mm -hmm. is called Leaving and Cleaving, Marriage in the Old Testament. And so they work through a biblical theology of marriage in the Old Testament here in chapter two, and then they go and uh, work through the New Testament in the next chapter. Uh, so first, leaving and cleaving and, and just talking through what does that mean? What did that mean mm -hmm. in its original context, and what does that mean today? And then the next chapter, no longer two but one, uh, just talking about the uh, becoming one flesh and the binding together that the New Testament really emphasizes. Yeah, and and within each of these chapters, there's just so much. It's it's just walking through every, like Jesus's conversation here, how Peter brings this to light. I mean, there's just scripture for each little subheading, and so you you're just taken from point A to point B, and by the end, you get that biblical perspective of what it means to leave your family and to become a new family, and what it means to be one flesh, be unified as a married couple, and it just works you right through it. So by the end, you're you're tracking. Mm -hmm. If you're tracking. If you're tracking. Yeah. If you're able to track. <laughs> <laughs> Don't zone out. 
<laughs> yep. I also really appreciated the the section on parenting. It's like um, later, mm-hmm. chapter eight of the book. Right now, actually, we're at. We are both looking at the first edition of this book, and there is a more recent second edition that came oh, out. Yeah. Um, the chapters should all be the same, but in chapter eight, it talks about parenting issues, and the title is "Requiring the Wisdom of Solomon." issues related to the family. And uh, they just make the case that parenting, it's there's not a simple format. There's not a simple formula yeah. to just like, hey, do these things and, you know, out the other side is going to come a great godly child. Right. See, every kid is different. Every scenario is different. And you just need the wisdom of the Bible um, and the guidance by the Holy Spirit to be able to walk through the challenge, the lifelong challenge of parenting a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how I wish there was a formula though. Right. <laughs> I'm so that type of person, but it's true. I mean, and and what the writers bring up here is just that let's just look at what the Bible has to say about it. And there's a lot of different pieces, a lot of different biblical principles that we need to follow as parents, but it's not just do A and B and you will equals, you know, what exactly what you want. And so I just love how he brings up, you know, discipline and single parenting and how you approach discipline within your household and how to cultivate masculinity and femininity so needed in this world. So there's just so many sections within this parenting chapter even that are worth reading, worth referencing, especially if you come up you know, in a conversation with family or friends and they want to know why you believe certain things about your parenting, this would be the way to get back to, you know, here's what God's Word says about it. Yeah. So I mentioned that the book ends with, like, a major port. The, the content of the book ends with still a major uh, portion of the pages remaining. And that's because this book is equipped with a substantial, you know, scripture index. If you want to look up, where does the, the author talk about this or that passage, uh, subject index, author index. And then there's also questions for discussion. Mm-hmm. So maybe you and your spouse want to talk through these or in a small group setting, you can talk through uh, questions from the book. And then after the questions section, there's an answers section. Ooh. <laughs> that's amazing, right? Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. There's answers to the questions. Uh, so that's cool. But there's just a bunch of resources here in the last 150 pages or so. Yeah, I love the um, helpful resources. I mean, every chapter, it's, it's insane how many bi- other books are referenced. Even just for chapter two, there's got to be like within just the concepts of chapter two, there's like 10 additional books that are good books to read about these topics. So that is a huge resource for you to just go deeper, to read more as something strikes you or as you um, struggle through maybe some of the biblical concepts, if you're not used to that, or if it's, you know, something you're not sure what you believe, or if you agree or something, I don't know, any of that, you can go back here and find additional resources that would help you. Even some of them are just articles, books, all of that. And it's so lengthy. It's amazing the research done, you know? Yeah. And in the second edition, I actually read an added appendix in the second edition on PDF on my computer. There was added a section on uh, some kind of response to the family integrated ministry movement. Mm. And uh, Dr. Kostenberger kind of provides a, um, 
his take on, on a biblical response to family integrated ministry. And I actually read uh, the first edition of this book probably in 2008 or 2009 or something. And, mm-hmm. and Bethany, I, I think I asked you to read it or, and yeah. we just, we read it together kind of, uh, because we were in a church that was starting to move in the direction of family integrated ministry at the time. And I was like, what, what is this? Yeah. What, what, what is happening here? And uh, just hadn't been exposed to that before. And so I read this book to try to fortify a theology, a, a personal take on what I believe the Bible says about God, marriage, and family. And then I found out later an appendix was added on in the hmm. second edition that addressed specifically the uh, family integrated ministry stuff that had prompted me to read the first edition. So this book has really shaped my theology or helped me to shape my theology of these issues. And it's had a pretty significant place in my uh, theological formation of these issues. Yeah. I mean, it's a great book. It's it's a bur- book worthwhile getting, diving into, having in your library, referencing and coming back to. And um, I don't think you're going to be bummed that you spent time and thought and effort, as you were talking about at the beginning, because it is a kind of a deeper approach in thinking through this area, especially right now in our lives, in the world, the family is being attacked. The family is being uh, pulled apart. So much divorce, so much of uh, just different perspectives out in our world on what the family is or isn't. And this gets us back to what the Bible says because it's taken straight from God's word, the truth in the Bible, and what that means as we live out our marriages before the watching world. That's right. It's good. Have you ever been bummed that you read a book? <laughs> um, if it's a bad book, then have you're kind of bummed. <laughs> have I ever given you a book that you were just bummed that you read it? Well, no, I don't know. I and It's hard to think back, but I don't think I've read enough books to have books that are I'm bummed how about, about. how about the any papers that I've written Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> some of yours are a little hard to get through mm. a little deep a little mm. heady I don't even know half the words you're using no I'm just kidding yeah those can be a little thick but but I love you so I'll read them. yeah that's nice <laughs> well thanks so much for joining in listening and like and subscribe share if you can and we'll talk to you next time see ya